0: Who are politicians really working for? Is it you? Is it me? Well, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be all of the citizens of South Africa. Obviously, most directly the ones who are eligible and registered to vote, who are going to vote on the 29th of May 2024 in our next election. But it's supposed to be everybody, their friends, their family members, politicians are supposed to be most incentivized to make us happy. That's where the accountability is supposed to come from. That's how a democracy is supposed to work. But being a politician is a job and a political organization is a business and businesses need money to operate. They need to make money somehow in order to pay bills, in order to hire staff permanently, in order to do events and marketing and get their word out. And politicians don't I guess classically make any money, they don't get like a 5 rand coin for each person who votes for them every few years, of course if they do get elected then they get government salaries for their government jobs, but being a politician and the work of being a public figure, getting people's votes, getting your voice and face and ideas into their world so they will vote for you, that's gotta happen beyond even if you get a government job. So who are politicians really working for? Well, the way political parties make money to cover all of their bills is from donors, hyper-rich people or hyper-rich businesses that choose to donate some of their money to the cause of that political party. Political parties also do smaller crowdfunding work, like micro-donations from normal citizens, maybe even through an SMS or a tiny EFT. But what they are mainly looking for, these political parties, is big money donors to give them a ton of cash. And the more donors you get... The more you can do as a political party, the more people you can hire, the more activists and infrastructure, political infrastructure you can put into different communities across South Africa, which increases the chance of people seeing your message, being exposed to the work of your political party, being impressed by it and ultimately voting for you in an election. And so clearly a fundamental part of the work of being a politician is to attract donors to your political party. Donors with their own beliefs and positions and agendas and business and political and social interests. Who political parties then try to keep happy so those donors keep paying the bills. bills And so as we prepare to vote in the general election in late May... It's really important that we know where the money resides for all these different political parties because as much as the political parties can tell us what they think we want to hear to get our vote, there's a much smaller group of donors who they care about maybe even more than they care about us. So let's talk about political party funding in South Africa. What the law says, what we do know and what we don't know about the money guiding South Africa's most powerful politicians who ultimately get the keys to our country through our democracy. This is The Issue with Dan Corder, because we all know that South Africa is a movie. Welcome to the watch party. South Africa is wild and overwhelming. And on this show, we explain, analyze and understand the biggest news stories and issues facing this country every single week. Two episodes of The Issue come out every single week on podcast and also in video form on YouTube. And we also release weekly exclusive episodes of interviews and analysis on Patreon. Go find us there. Lastly, if you're new here and enjoy the episode, it would be so wonderful if you clicked subscribe or follow. It makes a huge difference as we develop the show going forward. Right, let's get into it. In the last few weeks South Africans have been obsessed talking constantly about who is funding our political parties and that's because a handful of them have disclosed publicly to the nation who their funders are, the media has covered it and we have all started asking the right question which is what do these donors want from these political parties, what do these donors want for South Africa, what do we know about these companies and these individuals about their personal politics, beliefs and aspirations. And that's a really good thing because it really matters to our democracy that we know in what directions our politicians are being dragged before we vote for them because whichever way the politicians are being pulled will definitely give us clues as to how they are likely to act beyond the vote once they've got their votes from us and once they're in office. But these revelations about donors have shown up how many political parties are not disclosing who is funding them. And that has caused massive chatter amongst us South Africans online and IRL about why we don't know, why political parties are trying not to tell us where the money is coming from. Because if we don't know who the donors are and these parties gain power, we won't know what kind of backroom deals have been struck for certain tenders or certain influential positions or access to certain powerful people and, you know, their attention, or what kind of political agendas political parties are now going to be working towards because their funders said, this is what I want you to do. And this is so important that I find it absolutely crazy, like absolutely mental, That until recently, political organizations were not mandated by the law. They were not required to disclose who was funding them. The old legislation just says parties are not required to disclose who funds them. Donations to political parties are not required to be reported or disclosed. Likewise, in-kind donations do not need to be reported or disclosed, nor do third-party fundraising efforts. There are also no limits placed on cash donations, anonymous donations or loans. There is no limit placed on the amounts that can be contributed, nor on contributions from overseas. Parties are not constrained in terms of what amounts they can spend on election campaigns, either for parties or individual candidates. So, essentially, for all we know, a massive business or a hyper rich individual donor, or a foreign government, or an advocacy group from another government could have been spending or could still be basically buying a political party. Not in terms of like we own you now, but actually softly in terms of we own you now. We will give you X million, which is way more than any other donor has given you. And in exchange for this flush bank balance, which you will then use to get your word out and gain power, you will work towards our interests. And the Lord just said, "Ah, South Africa doesn't need to know about that. Doesn't need to be reported. It's crazy to me. Like if your partner or even friend or family member comes home with a gift... You'd love to know. I think you would feel entitled to know, where did that come from? If a kid came home from school with 10 Rand that they didn't have before, you'd, I think, feel entitled to go, where did that come from? If any business or individual of any size in South Africa gains any kind of money, SARS is entitled to know about it. SARS is entitled to go, where the hell did that come from? But political parties, nah. Political parties are like, (laughs) it's just... Crazy to me, because political parties are so important to the fabric and functioning and direction of a whole country. And until recently, they didn't have to chat. Then in June 2020, for me, how long since 1994? Uh, six, 26 years too late. In June 2020, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa signed into law new legislation that requires political parties and independent candidates too to record the names and details of their donors and make financial records available on a quarterly basis. So every three months, four times a year. The Act also requires records of any donations exceeding the threshold of 100,000 Rand. So that means anything below 100,000 Rand, you don't need to record. 100,000 Rand and above, you do. Now, that is a step in the right direction. I personally <laughs> just don't think it goes far enough. Like 100,000 Rand is so much money. I would want to know if, you know, my partner or my friend or SARS would want to know if my business got 10,000 rand, 20,000, 30,000, 50,000 is an enormous amount of money that can pay for a lot of things. And you just don't have to talk about that. 100,000 rand just feels like way, way, way too high. And there are a bunch of organizations that agree with me. And there's actually an organization called My Vote Counts, who is currently in the courts trying to get the legislation changed. To basically say that political parties have to disclose all of their donations, no matter how big or small the amount is, which I completely agree with. It seems like an obviously good and right idea. We just need to know where the money is coming from so that we can have the best adjudication of the political options in front of us before we give them power through voting. Anyway, the law sits as it started and it was put into effect, unsurprisingly, Most political parties did not disclose their funding information after the first deadline. Not even two months after the first deadline, the Independent Electoral Commission announced. Now, the IEC refused to identify which parties had not yet submitted. And sure, there may have been teething problems because it was the first time parties had to do this. They probably had a bunch of admin and bureaucracy to try and figure out because they've never had to do this before. But... uh, So, like, maybe there were teething problems. But based on available evidence... I think it's more likely that a ton of these political parties did not want us to know who's been paying the bills. And that's not conspiracy theory, by the way. Julius Malema from the EFF has railed against this law that says that they have to declare their donors because he says that EFF political funders don't want to be scrutinized by the EFF's enemies. So what he's suggesting there is that there are donors who don't want people to know that they've donated to different political parties because they fear some kind of consequence, backlash, reprisal, whether it be from other political parties who those businesses or individuals want to work with, especially the ruling party, because if you want to do business with government, you want to be on the good terms of the government. But there also might be some kind of social or socio-political reprisals, consequences that donors don't want to suffer. And they're worried that they'll get some kind of backlash if people know that they've donated. Action SA, Herman Mashaba's party, says pretty much the same thing. They're opposing the My Vote Count's court filings. They don't want more transparency. They're saying that it disincentivizes private fundraising completely. And... Action SA actually says that My Vote Counts's goal is to reduce the extent to which emerging parties are funded by donations from South Africans. So they say that My Vote counts has got some kind of evil intention to protect the big parties as they exist. No evidence to suggest that. But their broader point is they say that many emerging parties will suffer with more transparency because donors want to donate to them but fear reprisals from the ANC and the Democratic Alliance as political parties that rule and have control over many of the functions of government. And many of the political parties are taking active, intentional, brazen steps out in the open, unhidden, to avoid the 100,000 Rand threshold so that they can keep some of their donors anonymous. Julius Malema has literally said, if you want to donate to the EFF, don't donate 100,000 break it down, maybe give 90,000 or 95,000 and then donate a separate 30 rand and it can kind of like, you know, basically edge up towards the 100,000 threshold but don't break it because then they don't need to report it. Now, interestingly, the law that does exist now, the Act does say that funders need to have their amounts counted cumulatively. So if a funder donates 50,000 rand in Q1 and another 50,000 rand in the second quarter of the year, then that needs to be reported because cumulatively they've crossed the threshold by donating and added together 100,000 rand. But it seems as though all these political parties are doing their level best to avoid having to even come close to reporting any donors at all. The ANC is the most brazen, I have to say. They have created a crowdfunding model for how to donate to the party. And there are two ways you can do it. Either you can send an SMS And through the SMS you can donate to the ANC an amount between 10 and 30 Rand. Or you can send an EFT, and this is true, from which you can donate between 100 and 99,000 Rand. Exactly at the upper threshold, the upper limit below the amount from which the ANC would have to report. And it's really important that we think seriously about what this means, that there are political parties who are doing their level best not to show us who is paying for the functioning of their parties. Because I do hear the argument from these parties that there are business people and donors who don't want to have their dirty laundry or their clean laundry that they just want to hand over privately aired for the whole country. They don't want the country to know that they've been donating different amounts of money to different parties. And I do hear that. But there are also very concerning reasons why the political parties may not want the country to know who is giving them money. Because maybe they are getting cash donations from unpopular people, disreputable businesses, maybe even allegedly criminal or convictedly criminal people and organizations, maybe from donor organizations from foreign countries or even directly from foreign governments. Those are all very possible donors for political parties. We have more than enough history not just in South Africa but across the world of political parties getting those kinds of donations and the political parties don't want to disclose that either because then they will look bought, paid for and spoken for by in their view undesirable donors at least in the eyes of the South African public. And that's very dangerous, that is very, very concerning. And I think we as a country, as a people, need to try and force a live public agenda as much as we can to create greater transparency. Because ultimately, as I said, these are the people we're voting for to take the keys to the most powerful offices in this country. And literally rule over us when they're supposed to be working to serve everyday South Africans who don't have the money to buy the attention and the direction of a political party. And there are plenty of signs that money is changing hands in the dark, in secret, completely hidden. Let's just take, for example, what we know about the ANC. Now, I'm not saying that anything has happened. I'm just saying, let's look at the available evidence and think about the fact that sometimes when there is enough smoke, there is probably a fire. Let's use our common sense. So, the ANC lost 244 million rand between 2018 and 2022 despite the fact that they earned 1.9 billion rand in that period. Apparently they spent like 800 million rand on salaries in the same period. And now in the last six months we've actually reported on the story that the ANC is in danger of going bankrupt. They have owed a company called Ezelwenei up to 150 million rand that they haven't paid for services provided like the printing and mass production of merch that the ANC used in their 2021 local government election campaign that Izilweni created for them. And Izilweni has been very public about the fact that they haven't been paid what the contract said that they owed. And it seemed like the ANC couldn't pay this because they had to go bankrupt. And it seemed like they would have to liquidate some of their assets. The sheriff. I mean, South Africans don't know this, but we do have sheriffs. The sheriff went to Latuli House to appraise different items in Latuli House for what could be sold off to pay this debt. So the ANC looked like they were going bankrupt. Also, key core staff who work at the ANC headquarters, Latuli House, have had to go on strike recently because they've not been paid for months. The ANC just doesn't have the money. And yet, the African National Congress is currently spending an absolute fortune on their election campaign. So which one is it? Where is that money coming from? It certainly hasn't all been declared. We certainly don't know about it because we actually know how much money the ANC has declared that it's received since 2021. The answer is 137.6 million rand. That is the declared private funding that they have received since 2021. That's not enough money to solve all of these problems and run a massively expensive election campaign for the biggest political party in South Africa that has activations all over the country. So, I'm not saying anything definitely has been happening. I'm just saying, sometimes, common sense. Think about it. Look at the evidence. When there's enough smoke, it's probably a fire. It's not vapes. So, let's look at what we do know about private funding to political parties. So, as far as the public knows, 339 million rand has been donated in private funding uh, to political parties since 2021. Now, reminder, there are certain political parties like the EFF which basically never declare, but based on which parties have declared, 339 million rand in private funding since 2021, coming from a raft of different people and organizations. The majority of the funding comes from the famed Oppenheimer family business conglomerate. Then also a lot of money has come from Fainbos Capital, and then Capitec founder Michelle LaRue has donated a lot of money to political parties recently. Also, Durban born billionaire Martin Marshall, who is now based in Sydney, Australia, and has made a fortune off of gambling. And the Battle Battle Trust has also donated plenty. As I said, the ANC has received 137.6 million. It's the largest share of the donations that we know about. Then the DA, 125 million. Action SA, 65.9 million. And the EFF, 3.5 million. Now, I will remind you again nothing certain. Nothing sure but common sense. The Economic Freedom Fighters are the third biggest party in South Africa. They've had a meteoric rise since they launched about a decade ago. They are in so many communities, hosting massive events, pulling huge crowds, handing out enormous amounts of merch. Only 3.5 million in donations, about 100,000 rand. When you think about their closest rival, the DA, bigger than them, but the DA, 125.3 million close to 40 times the amount. I'm just saying, just common sense seems a little bit odd, especially because in the same period, Musi Maimane's Borsa got 3.3 million rand in donations, only 200,000 rand less than the EFF. Now, how much have you seen Borsa on the street? Can you think of an event? Can you think of a poster, a billboard? Do you even know about Borsa? Because a lot of people don't even know about Musi Maimane's political party. So, think about it. But with the funders that we do know about, it's now crucially important to think, what does Michelle LaRue want for South Africa? What does Michelle LaRue want for his business, Capitec? Same with the Oppenheimers, same with Martin Marshall, same with the battle Battle Trust. What are their personal private incentives from a business perspective? And also, what do they want for South Africa as a nation? Because it's very likely that... That the political parties that have received donations from these different organizations and people have thought very seriously about how they're going to keep getting donations from these people and organizations and they will be thinking how can we keep these donors happy by giving them what they want so as we head towards the 29th of may we need to think about this what do we know And what does that mean? What can we infer and speculate about how political parties will probably act if we know that they're getting donations from certain people? And what do we not know? What political parties business do we not know enough or anything about? And how much does that concern us? Because ultimately, we as voters, when we think about who we're going to vote for, we need to think, what do we know about these parties and how are they likely to act? And unfortunately, in a democracy where political parties get the money that they need to function from donors, We need to be thinking to what degree do the donors have control and sway over the people we're going to put in office. That's The Issue with political party funding disclosures in South Africa. Thank you so much for listening to The Issue with Dan Corder. We'll be back in a few days' time for our Thursday edition of the show, which is News Worth Knowing, where we look back at big, consequential, important news stories from the last seven days in South African politics. Thank you so much for listening. Please give us a follow if you enjoyed this at all. I hope that you enjoyed it and won't just hate listening to us if you got this far into the episode basically to the end and are still listening. And remember to go check out our Patreon. Just search uh, Patreon, The Issue with Dan Corder. Incredible exclusive interviews with experts on big issues facing South Africa. The latest one is with broadcasting icon Rili Klaube, who speaks very candidly and honestly about what she thinks of different political parties going into this election. Chat in a few days.